This morning, uh, I believe I have the word from, from the Lord in where we are going, how we're going to get there, and what it takes to get to where we're going. We have been told that we are entering to the promised land, and we all shout about it because it is a good land. But sometimes when we hear that, and if we don't know the word, we misinterpret. And because we misinterpret, there are certain things that happen in the promised land that you're not expected to happen in the promised land because you don't know the word. And I'm going to tell you a little story, then I'm going to give you the word which all ties in. A few, a few weeks ago, I had a dream. And before I tell you what the dream says, when, 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 when Pastor went to Nigeria and we were told that we we're going to the promised land uh, with Bishop Aida Post Church, in my spirit, I knew something had to happen to change our mindset, our thought, and it has to be something that, because I know what the word said, that happens in three days. In three days. Something has to have take place in a course of three consecutive days that will bring us to a place where we have actually crossed over. And, and so the beginning of last week, when Pastor uh, mentioned that we're going to a three-day fast because to be able to see what we don't, God revealed to us what we don't see. That day, that Sunday, I was home just relaxing, and suddenly there was a pain right in my chest, and it aches, and then it went up to my jaw, and then my hands. And from what they say, what it's supposed to be. And I began to speak the word over my situation. And it subsided. Monday, same thing. Tuesday. And then on the fast, it started again. And this is where we as a people of God must realize that there is no other doctor than our Lord. And the thing is, we must believe that. We must believe that. Who created the body? Not the doctors. He knows every intricate part of you, according to what David said. He knows everything that's going on on the inside that the enemy is trying to do. You see, the, 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 okay. I hope I have a little bit of time. I was expecting five minutes. But you, you see, we see in the scripture that there was a, a lady that she, she was sick and she, she bled for a very, very long time. Okay? Then we see another person that was bent over because of a spirit. And in these days, we're going to see people that no matter what it is, whether it's just the enemy doing something in your body or the enemy possessing your body to create sickness, that the word of God is more powerful. 
not only more powerful, but has more authority than anything that the enemy can try to do. And that's what we're going to see coming in. in, 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 in mm. what, what, what's going to be coming in, in, in the world very soon, that there are going to be things coming that we, the doctors are going to be baffled. They're going to not going to be able to find anything for a cure. Nothing is going to be able to do it. Why? Because it is more than just a sickness. It's a spirit. And you, as a member of the body of Christ that God has said, you have, he has given you the authority to become. And if you've accepted Christ, that's what you are. But so many times we don't walk in who we are. We walk in who we think or what others say we are. And so this went on in the fast. Speaking the word over it. Speaking the word over my body. And it wasn't the, the, the fast itself but it, that, that was trying for me. It was all these things that were going on. And so in speaking the word over it, there was a relief and, and the fast ended. And the fast ended on Saturday morning when I woke up. I felt fine. Nothing. Nothing. But then, went to bed last night. And I don't know what it, what it is about 3 a.m. Things always seem to happen at 3 a.m. At 3 a.m., I woke up with my whole chest. <laughs> That's all it was doing. Just the whole thing shaking. And I said, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And then I began to speak the word of what the word says. Of what God says about me. He said that the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. If it dwells in you, it will give life. Zoe, the God kind of life to your mortal body. And that he is the Lord that heals. And I was speaking those words as I was laying on my bed. I said I was going to. Then my wife turned over. And she put her hands on my head. I knew she was asleep. She put her hands on my head. And the, the, the. the, the anointing of God, I felt it, it, it was a warm, tingly rush right from my head to my toes. And I knew, I knew what God had done. And I laid there and I said, Lord, I thank you. I know what your word says and there is no failure in you so there's no failure in me and I shall live and not die to declare your word because that's what your word says you are not a man that you should lie nor the son of man that you should repent if you've said it your word says you will bring it to pass because you've sent the angel to that hearkens to your word to bring it forth And at that moment, just like something opened up, the Lord reminded me of the dream I had several weeks ago. 
And this is the dream I had. The dream I had, some men came to my house and they said, I'm going to kill you. And they took out machine guns, large machine gun, and I closed the door. And inside my house, I said, you can't kill me because I am a son of God. And I'm on the inside of the house and I can hear the, the guns blasting at the, at the house and everything was being shaken. And when that was done, then they were throwing grenades at the house. And I could feel the house just shaking. And I kept on saying, you can't kill me because I am a son of God. I am a God in this earth. And when they had finished, I opened the door and one of them looked at me and said, how? I said to him, because you can't kill me because I am a God in this earth. Hallelujah. And the other one looked at me with the look of how? I said, you can't kill me because I am a God in this earth. Amen. That's what we need to stand on, ladies and gentlemen. There is, like I said, but no doctor, no surgeon can do what God's word can do if you believe it. I know many of us are in different stages, but you have to start to believe. See, the children of Israel in going into the promised land, God's only request of them is just trust me, just believe me. So that was about 3.55. So this went on for about 30 minutes of me speaking and confessing the word. And then God, God opened my eyes to what the dream was all about. And I got up and I got on our digital mountain and I began to pray. 3.55 this morning. I was praying, praying. Then, then it's like the Lord led me to open the word. And I was just praying the Lord took me to Joshua chapter 1. And I, I didn't give any of this to, to them, so I apologize for that. Because this is something just, it just, just, just happened. And I'm going to read from the King James Version. Joshua. Get my things here. Joshua chapter 1, 1 and 2, it says, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise and go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, unto the land which I give to them, even to the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I have said unto Moses. The fifth verse through the 11th verse says, There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so shall I be with thee. 
I will not fail thee nor forsake thee. Be strong and of good courage for unto this people shall thou divide for inheritance the land which I swear unto thy fathers. Only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according all that the law, all in the law which Moses my servant command thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. And the, eleventh, the eighth verse says, this book of the law shall not depart out of my mouth, but thou shalt shall meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous and then thou shalt have good success have I not commanded thee be strong and of a good courage be not afraid neither be thou dismayed for the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest then Joshua commanded the officers of the people, saying, Pass through the host, and command the people, saying, Prepare your victual, for within three days ye shall pass over this Jordan to go in to possess the land which the Lord your God giveth you to possess it. In three days. We have just come through a three-day period of fasting and prayer. And as God was dealing with me and showing me, he said, this is the word for the congregation and everyone that's connected to Lionheart. The eighth verse. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. The Lord is saying, in order to have success in the promised land, there are three things that each and every person that crosses over must do to have success. What are those three things? Your mouth, your meditation, and what you do. Medita then he showed me something. Meditation. We, 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 we talk about meditating the word. My little prop here, this is the word that God has given us. And he said to meditate on it. Some of us consider this meditation. We say we have meditated a word. This is meditation to some of us. Meditation means to soak yourself in the word. The Lord is saying, in order for you to have the success that I have given to you already, you must meditate, you must soak yourself in the word so that nothing, no part of you is exposed to the enemy. But if you meditate therein day and night, if you meditate in my word, if you let my word go in and through you, says the Lord, I and I alone will be your rear guard. I will be the one that will bring you through every situation, every circumstances. Nothing will be able to stand before you.
you because I, the Lord your God, is always with you and have already gone before you to make every path of the enemy move out of your way as you begin to meditate upon my word. So now, you meditate on that word. Then it says, observe to what you do. After you meditate on your word, then you have to do the word. You cannot only just meditate and do nothing. Water that sits and do nothing becomes stagnant and then it becomes mold. And how do we do? The book of the law shall not depart out of, out of my mouth. The book of the law shall not depart out of my mouth. Means that you have to speak your word through every situation and circumstance. You have to speak the word. Don't just hold it in your mind. Speak the word. He said, this book of the law, this book of the law shall not depart out of my mouth. The, you see, the thing is, sometimes we read that and we think that's what uh, Joshua is saying. No, this is what God was saying about his word to Joshua. If God is saying to you this morning, my word shall not depart out of your mouth, but you must meditate in it day and night to observe, to do all that is written therein. Then and only then, you will make your way prosperous and you will have good success. We'll be talking about success Today, the way that you do your success today is by meditating the word, doing the word, because when you do that, it ultimately and most definitely produce success. That's the word of the Lord for this church in us crossing over. We have crossed over. And we have, and children of Israel, when they crossed over, they crossed over the Jordan River. And the Jordan means to, to, to descend, to go in, to go down. And for the past three days, we went down into the Jordan. And then when we come up, we're on the other side. So now, we're on the other side of the Jordan. And the word of God must be first place. The word of God must be first place the word of god must be first place and the lord kept on showing me these things and then he took me to joshua the third chapter And the fifth through the seventh verse. And Joshua said unto the people, Sanctify yourself, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. And Joshua spake unto the priests, saying, Take up the ark of the covenant and pass over before the people. And they took up the ark of the covenant and went before the people. The seventh verse. Pastor, this one the Lord says. Is for you. And the Lord said unto Joshua, This day will I begin to magnify thee in the sight of all Israel, that they may know that as I was with Moses, so will I be with thee. Hallelujah. Glory. 
That means, and this is the way the Lord gave it to me, as he is with your spiritual father, in the same way he will be with you on this side of the hemisphere. That the words that you speak, they will come to pass as you speak them. Because my word and my anointing is on the inside of you for good. And you will be able to speak and declare a thing. And it will be so. Because I this day have magnified myself in you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And when I, when I looked at it. At it I was saying to myself, wow, God, you know, you're, you're, you're funny. Because we're dealing with numbers. It's chapter 3. It's verse 7. Not only that, the number of man is 6. Which means that man, you, you'll be able to speak and declare the word to men. And they'll be able to, you'll be able to move things that others are not able to, to move. This is the sixth day of the sixth month. Joshua is the sixth book of the Bible. God is a great God. There is none like our God. And he is going to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think. Because he is a great and glorious God. He is worthy to be praised and honored. He is worthy to be lifted up. Lord God, we thank you this morning. We honor you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. God is saying, if you take heed to his word today, nothing will be impossible nothing will be impossible we read the scripture and we say and we say it is there anything too hard for God do you know the first time that was that, that was said in the scripture it wasn't a person that said that it was the angels that came to to Abraham when they were going to go into to take out the Sodom and Gomorrah and the angel looked at Abraham says, is there anything too hard for God? And I say to you today, is there anything too hard for God?